Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Signs of a potential softening in the United States Federal Reserve's interest rate hike plans, coupled with an improving outlook for China, have seen Asian currencies rally during the past few weeks against the U.S. dollar. So does this mean Asian currency could have more upside in the coming weeks? Joining us on the phone today to tell us more about the recent currency moves is Lim Jun-Kit, strategist at Philip Nova. Jun-Kit, welcome back to the show. Hi, Hong Bin. Thanks for having me. Hi, thank you for joining us. So uh, let's start off with the U.S. dollar. As we head to another rate hike by the U.S. Fed next week, how is the U.S. dollar performing at the moment? Okay, the U.S. dollar index actually had a good bull run uh, Mm -hmm. since May last year until this December when we finally saw a significant 8% retracement in the past two months. Mm -hmm. Now, this week, the dollar index actually started by dipping to a lowest point since mm-hmm. June, before it quickly rebounded to hover around uh, 105.6. Mm-hmm. Now, the sentiment on the US dollar actually has uh, definitely improved this week as we got quite a few recent data releases uh, telling us that the inflation risk is uh, still very much present and that the Fed may still likely remain to be hawkish. Mm-hmm. Now, the first data that we're about here is the November non-fund payroll employment data, which shows that the US economy actually added more jobs than expected. Right. And at the same time, the average hourly earnings uh, also came in stronger than consensus. Mm -hmm. Employment data is, of course, you know, an important consideration that the Fed uses to gauge the inflationary pressure because, you know, as the labor becomes more scarce, the companies would have to raise wages in order to attract workers. Mm -hmm. And to a certain degree, this increase in the hiring costs would have to be transferred to the consumer Mm -hmm. in the form of price hikes. And that would actually cause inflation. Okay. Also, not to mention, we uh, this week we also received the better than expected uh, U.S. services PMI data right. that also helped to um, help the U.S. dollar to regain a bit of its strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this week. And I think now that we are looking at the U.S. dollar, I think the dynamics uh, in the forex market um, is actually pretty different now compared to just two months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, back then it was rather straightforward. You know, we have the Chinese uh, zero COVID policy, the record U.S. inflation as well as all the 75 basis points rate height. So back then, everything was uh, still in, in favor of the US dollar strength. Mm. You know? And now that China is actually slowly you know, easing its COVID policy mm-hmm. and the US inflation data has come in mixed, you know, some data is pointing that inflation is slowing, some while still show caution on the inflation rising. The case for a strong US dollar is no longer that clear cut, I would say. Mm-hmm. And we can expect further retracement in the dollar uh, this year uh, mm-hmm. based on its current trend. However, it's also important uh, for us to keep in mind that we still haven't seen some consistent and convincing data that mm-hmm. US inflation has peaked. And so the US dollar is expected to remain volatile going next year. And we are, and we are not fully convinced that mm-hmm. the dollar, dollar's bull run is over just yet. So how is that affecting other major currencies that are heavily impacted by the movement of the U.S. dollar? Um, in the intermediate term, I think that the trend is, like I said, the trend for the U.S. dollar is still bearish. And mm-hmm. so inversely, the major pairs that we're looking at, uh, you know, like the euro dollar, the pound dollar, uh, these currencies pairs have been steadily appreciating against the greenback since late uh, September. And if we measure from the bottom in late September um, to the local tops that I think they just created this week, mm-hmm. the euro dollar actually jumped as much as 11%, mm. while the pound dollar had gained by almost a whopping 20%. So I think that's remarkable, you know, from like 1.03 to 1.23. Um, aside from that, um, closer to home, you know, the sensitive ASEAN currencies like the Thai baht, 
and the Malaysian ringgit mm-hmm. are also finally able uh, to take some breather and appreciate against uh, the US dollar. Mm, I see, I see. And I now want to talk about the yen. And the yen, you know, it was a favored short against the dollar for a majority of this year. And some experts believe that this year's big yen short is now set for a dramatic U-turn next year, saying that the yen could rally more than 9% from the current levels. Is that in line with your expectations as well? Mm, the dollar yen. Um, actually, I've been looking at the dollar yen charts for some time now, mm-hmm. and I would say that the technical setup uh, for this pair has never looked more bearish mm-hmm. since the start of 2021. Uh, and yes, I do agree with the other experts out there in terms of the directional view. Mm-hmm. But my take on the magnitude of the decline and also the timeline of it happening may be slightly different. Okay. okay? So from what I see, the dollar yen on the daily chart um, had actually completed a head and shoulders pattern. Mm-hmm. So in, in technical analysis, uh, this actually gives us a strong validation of a bearish reversal. Okay, and along with that, we also have other technical confirmation, um, like the bearish crossover of the 20 uh, exponential moving average below the, the longer term 50 exponential moving average, mm-hmm. as well as uh, uh, another technical uh, MACD indicator sliding into the bearish territory on the daily chart. Um, so measuring from the current levels, uh, the technical target that we can derive uh, from this head and shoulders pattern completion is about an 8% decline uh, from current levels to about 126.40. Mm-hmm. Um, and this actually seems achievable even before the turn of the year. And this target that we're talking about, you know, 126.4, it also coincides with uh, a previous support level. Mm-hmm. And we will be monitoring uh, closely uh, to see how prices react to this level. Uh, from then on only, we would pro- uh, project the further price movements. Mm. And let's also talk about the Chinese yen. I mean, Chinese shares have been seeing a positive rally most of last week and this week amid reopening signals. And I believe they also released 10 more measures and on how they should reopen. Um, how have such hopes of reopening impacted the Chinese yuan? I think uh, definitely the impact on the Chinese yuan has been a positive one, you know, as the hopes on economy recovery uh, boosted the currency. Mm-hmm. And I think there's one inflection point that we saw, you know, since the protest uh, against the zero COVID policy that took place in China late last month, we see that the government, they are actually somehow pressured, you know, to uh, release, uh, to, to uh, release some of the strict zero COVID policy. And from then on, we've been seeing a steep decline in the dollar Chinese yuan of about 4% to current levels. Mm. So for the first time since September, the dollar uh, Chinese yuan pair actually broke below the psychological support at 7. Mm-hmm. Okay, And similar to the US dollar and Japanese yen chart, the pair also completed a head and shoulders pattern. Um, and from there, we can actually expect the Chinese yuan to further appreciate against the US dollar, You know, mm-hmm. potentially sending the dollar CNY pair uh, down to 6.72 if the next uh, support, which is 6.90, is broken. Mm. And as we come close to the end of the year, what currencies should investors look out for during this final month of 2022? Oh, okay, so excitingly, we are approaching the end of the year, you know, holiday season is coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, historically, uh, if you look at the stock market uh, as a benchmark, you know, the stock market tends to rally in December if you look at the past data. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is what we would call the Santa Claus rally. Okay, it is really called the Santa Claus rally. You may say that this is some, you know, some market psychological factors that are in place that people are feeling more hopeful 
more mm. optimism uh, during this period and then you know people will be spending more you know as we are in the festive seasons or even you know people just investing uh, their year-end bonuses in the stock market causing a rally in in the st- uh, financial markets okay so and we also know that the stock market and the US dollar somehow has an inverse relationship you know when the stock market mm-hmm. goes up the US dollar tend to come down okay vice versa and we actually took a look at the US dollar index data for the past 20 years okay mm-hmm. we look at the December data for the past 20 years 70 percent of the time in the past 20 years mm. the US dollar index actually ended lower in December mm-hmm. okay so uh, to answer your question I think instead of pointing out on a particular currency pair for December I would say that the US dollar has more of a bearish bias uh, going into the year end and hence the other currencies can stand to uh, rise further against the US dollar mm-hmm. and before I let you go Junkit have you been watching the World Cup um, not so much but, I, but I've been seeing you know a bit of uh, news uh, here and there mm-hmm. but I'm not a huge Okay, well, I hope you know more about Qatar's currency, though. I picked up this interesting article on Bloomberg, which reported that World Cup wins are deepening the currency pain for football fans. And according to that article, for those fans who travel to Qatar to watch the games, Qatar's currency is making the trip particularly painful for those travelers from South Korea, Japan and England. How strong is the Qatari real at the moment against other currencies? Okay, so Interestingly, when we speak of the Qatari real, we must mention that this is a currency that is actually pegged to the US dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so naturally you see the US dollar has been riding like crazy this year. So is uh, so did the Qatari real. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned three currencies, I believe. So you have the Korean won, the the British pound, and also yeah. the Japanese yen. They all had you know depreciated quite a bit against the Qatari real. So mm-hmm. let's first start with the Korean won. So I think since the start of the year, um, the Qatari Riyal actually appreciated about 11.3 plus percent against the Korean won. Mm. And next up, I think um, the British pound also depreciated about 11.5 percent. And I think the worst uh, victim here, I think the one that took the heaviest beating has got to be the Japanese yen. Mm. So from the start of the year until today, uh, the Qatari Riyal is actually has gotten 18.6 percent stronger. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, the, 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 the spectators at the FIFA World Cup Qatar is really feeling the pinch in terms of the purchasing power. Yeah, I see. Well, thank you so much, Junkit, for joining us today. All right. Thank you, Hongbin. Thank you. We've been speaking with Lim Junkit, strategist at Philip Nova. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.